Making connections, affecting the culture, just doing life. It's Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. Let's just imagine for a minute, you're going down the road, you're driving in your car, and all of a sudden, you are transported to a deserted island, and there's no one near you, but a genie pops up out of the sand and says, you may have, not three wishes, but you may have three items. Okay. What are the three things that you want, Jordan? Question. Jeremy. How did I get to this island if I'm driving down the... (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. Don't ask that question. All right, <laughs> don't don't poke plot Suspend holes in my story. Suspend your belief. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jordan. So so what are what are our three what what three things would you pull? Oh man, some. Sort oh, here's of... the thing. They have to be in the car you were transported from. Oh, okay. From. There you they go. have to be in the car. Um, and I'm assuming that my clothes count because I'm wearing clothes. clothes. Yeah, clothes I'm are not good. driving. Yeah, you know, not yeah, with you're good. clothes on. <laughs> um, so some sort of food item, which probably means stale French fries under the seat. <laughs> <laughs> um, goodness gracious. Uh, maybe my seatbelts. See, oh, that's definitely interesting. I, I could see that. Make yeah. something. I don't uh-huh. know. <laughs> uh-huh. I could see that. And uh, probably my phone. Got to have the phone. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> knife. Uh, yeah. A first aid kit that I always have in my car. Well, you're and, more manly and, than I and, am. Well, you know. <laughs> you can't just take the car. That's not an option. It's just what good is a car going to do you hey, on bro. an island, bro? Let Bro. me tell you what good a car could do. So if you say the car, <laughs> you know what? Here's the, the seat thing. belts actually, that Jordan just talked about are already have. included. The gasoline in the tank can be used for a hey, signal fire. Shelter. It's a shelter. It's thing. shelter. So Jeremy's just like every the car and everything in it. If you busted the windows, you have glass, which can be used for signaling, can be used Broken as a knife. Glass, wow, okay. Jeremy, you have You've thought really, about this way really too long. Have thought no, this, this is yeah. just what I've come up with in the last 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Jeremy is just that smart. But here's the thing. It does bring a question. What would our life be like without any modern technology? Mm-hmm. Because I think that we, you know, we kind of, technology is the air that we breathe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And to stop and to think... How has technology changed mm-hmm. the way that we interact with the world, the way that we see the world? All of these different questions, I think they're legitimate questions. Mm-hmm. And to help us uh, kind of go along this discussion is a new book by Tony Ranke. Um, Tony Ranke does a whole lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. One of the things he does is he uh, hosts a program with John Piper uh, called Ask Pastor John. It's a great podcast if you've never listened to it. But the latest book is called 12 Ways Your Phone is Changing You. Jordan, and I, you're Jordan you and I both read this book. Mm-hmm. I loved this book. Oh, it was excellent. Yeah. So tell us what... Okay, what were your like just really quick initial thoughts? Oh man, of yeah. The book? Well, going into it, and I didn't read too in depth because we didn't. I didn't have time to read just the whole thing cover to cover. But going into it, I kind of expected oh, all this modern technology and all these kids these days, you know, with their phones and stuff, and how terrible it is. Right. But we're it, expecting him to bash yeah, the phone. Yeah, exactly. Because the title that sounds like he was going to do, but I was very pleasantly surprised. He's extremely balanced just honest really about answering that was the thing that that struck me was just how honest Mm -hmm. he is through the entire book and and here's the thing i've got to read this introduction this quote from the introduction he says this my phone is a window into the worthless and the worthy Hmm. the artificial and the authentic some days i feel as if my phone is a digital vampire sucking away my time and my life other days i feel like a cybernetic centaur part human part digital <laughs> as my phone and i blend seamlessly into a complex tandem of rhythm and routine that's just poetic it, it, <laughs> tony ranky if you ever listen to this you are an amazing writer and mm-hmm. i want to be i want to write like you one yeah. day because that's beautiful <laughs> but it's also it's so applicable to mm-hmm. me like when i read that i think 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that's me. Yeah, exactly. I can, yeah. I can, yeah, I can absolutely see, and I do. I see my phone as a digital vampire that sucks away my time, mm-hmm. sucks away my my focus, my attention. Mm-hmm. But also, it is my wingman. Yeah, like I, I could not imagine. Um, doing life without my phone. As, as a matter of fact, I went to D.C. a couple weeks ago um, for, we talked about on the program, the World Summit of persecu- in defense of Christian persecution. My phone died mm, while I was in D.C. Yeah, It was a terrible experience, Jordan. I, I was scarred. I, I, it, was, <laughs> it was frightening to me. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the thing is, we, our phones, can we say that our phones are good or bad? That's the question. That really yeah. is, yeah. And I would personally, and I would believe Mr. Tony would agree, mm-hmm. is both. It is honestly what you make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think it's, it is what you make it. It's how we use it. Um, but it's also, it comes into play when how we talk or how we communicate, how we connect mm-hmm. with people. And I think that's one of the big mm-hmm. things that we love yeah. about our phone, right, is, mm-hmm. is that it connects us with other yeah. people. But does it? Does it? Yeah. That's the question that I have to ask. Like, does it really make us more connected? Um, so let's say that we're on a, let's say that we're in DC. Yeah. We're we're on the uh, the subway. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they call their subway. I think it's called the metro. In the metro. DC, yeah. yeah. So we're on the metro, and what do we do? Mm-hmm. You pull out your phone. We pull out the phone. We're, right. We're looking. <laughs> at the, we're looking down at the phone. We're not talking to mm-hmm. anybody that's around us. We're not doing it. But is that, is that a bad use? Of that phone. Yeah, my question is, are you playing Clash of Clans or are you texting your wife? Hey, don't be don't be knocking my Clash of Clans, <laughs> man. Don't be do, don't go there. But yeah, I think that's a really good point because we're connecting with people. It just may not be with the people that are actually in the train with us that we don't know. Mm-hmm. We may be communicating and connecting with people that we do know. And you are right now are connected to Engage Magazine on American Family Radio. And we're talking about the latest book by Tony Ranke, 12 Ways Your Phone is Changing You. And what we've kind of come up with is the fact that the phone, the smartphone itself, although a very new phenomenon, it really is neither good nor bad, but it's all about in how we mm. approach it, how we use it. But the question becomes, can it distract us from God? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that, Jordan? Oh, definitely. Um, it, to, for me, my, my personal temptation with my phone is to think about nothing, to have apps that <laughs> help me go to that nothing box that Absolutely. exists in my brain and just live there for a while. Take a break from thinking. And uh, honestly, that's what the word amusement means. Ah means no, and muse means thinking. I'm, that's really I'm being amused. I'm not thinking. And I enjoy that. Too much, yeah. and I think I think you're absolutely right on that. Like I'm I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Clash Clans earlier. <laughs> I I do that because it doesn't really require mm-hmm. any thinking. It mm-hmm. just it's just something you do. Mm-hmm. But we all do that because we want to be, I think, transported away mm-hmm. from the stress of real life. Mm-hmm. And and our phone is a really big, really wide yeah. gateway yeah. into doing that. And that brings up a, uh, a good point too. Um, so you, you talked about escaping from the stress of life. What are we escaping to? My personal, like I said, my personal temptation is escape to amusement. But I should be taking those stresses and those troubles and whatever to God 
instead. I guess the question, too, though, you would have to ask, just going to butt in here. Go ahead. You, you said, what are you escaping to? Mm-hmm. What are you escaping from? That's good, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. our distractions from things that, you know, I just can't handle this anymore, so I'm just going to zone out. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, are we adulting and, you know, <laughs> yeah. to be handling what we're I, it, it, You uh, know what? It's Saturday. From? I don't adult today. I, I don't adult on Saturdays. I still miss the Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, tired of adult. But yeah, and on Netflix now, Saturday morning cartoons. That's every a whole day. other conversation. Every day, every day. But anytime. you know what? It's amusement. Yeah. And and here's the thing that we we don't really think about. We've been trained since childhood, mm-hmm. since our beloved Saturday oh morning goodness, cartoons yeah. uh, mm-hmm. that they ruined like mid childhood. I know. Um, but we've been trained to mm-hmm. pursue amusement mm-hmm. and and not j- to be consumers mm-hmm. and not to create content. That's a great point too because when I go to my phone okay on social media I rarely post anything. Mm-hmm. I I don't even have my Instagram app on because I don't have any use for it. Right. But on Facebook I'm always looking at everyone else's posts mm-hmm. at what they produced whether it's good or bad and I'm not putting anything out there. Well let's let's talk about when you do put something out mm-hmm. there. The question becomes do you put something out there that's honest? Mhm. Because let's face it, I don't care who you are on yeah, Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> it's not who you are in real life. Yeah, uh, we all put up this facade, mm-hmm. and even if we we come across and say, "Well, I'm just going to be super transparent and honest on my social media," you're trying to create a yeah. super honest. You're still th- editing yourself, e- exactly. Yeah. You're you're only showing those things that you're okay with the world yeah. seeing. Yeah. Um, and so I think that when we come to social media, we have to realize that we're not seeing reality. It is an escape because we are escaping from from whatever is happening in our lives, uh, but we're also looking at it and saying, oh, let me see what somebody else is doing mm-hmm. because either mm-hmm. they're doing better than I am and I have a reason to feel jealous or <laughs> they're not doing as well as I am and I have a reason to feel superior. Yes. Let me say something about that. I had a chance to talk with Tony about this book mm-hmm. and one thing. And on, on, let's do this on your show. In, in the, the trenches. trenches. Yeah, which, which aired this morning at 6 a.m. So it's been a long day for me. But uh, <laughs> one thing that we had talked about, which will blow your mind, is, is through social media and through you know this new exchange of ideas mm-hmm. is we're actually losing our own creativity oh, because yeah. we spend so much time focusing on someone else's mm. creativity. Oh, that's good. Which I guess you could equate to like... I watch all of these reality TV shows mm-hmm. instead Which of going out and living my oh, own man. life. Yeah. Right. You know what? Perfect example he talks about in this book. Uh, you're talking about living life and, and not living digitally. Um, Johnny Depp was going to be out in Boston mm-hmm. for a movie preview, preview or something like that premiere. And he there's this huge crowd of people. Mm-hmm. And Johnny Depp comes out with all these celebrities. And they all have their phones held up. Mm-hmm. And they're all you know, doing this, trying to capture it. And, yeah. They're not looking at Johnny Depp. Yeah. They're looking at their phones, looking at Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. But there's this one old lady mm-hmm. that's just leaning on the guardrail. Mm-hmm. There's no phone in her hand. She's mm-hmm. just... She's, she's looking at Johnny Depp. Joking. Yeah, yeah <laughs> good looking man. Hey, but you know, she's just taking it all in. Mm-hmm. And, and do we do that? Like, do we, and, mm-hmm. and guys, we all have kids. I want pictures of my kids. Mm-hmm. I want videos of my kids. My yeah. my youngest right now loves the 1960s cartoon Spider-Man. Me too. All right. I do too. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but he will run through the house. Mm-hmm. 
Minor man, you know, <laughs> he says Spider Man better than he says Daddy. But you know, the thing <laughs> is, he loves Spider Man, mm-hmm. and see, that's why I convinced my kids years ago that I was Batman, so I wouldn't run into this issue. Well, yeah. you know what, my kid loves me more than Spider Man, and we're going to continue talking about technology, the use of it in our lives, and how it has impacted the way that we view God and the way we view ourselves. You're really not going to want to miss the rest of this conversation. Stick around.